You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Baseball Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download. Once you're in, you can talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. So today, as we do every Friday, we're going to look at two-start pitchers and streaming options uh, for next week's games. Uh, but first, we're going to take a look at a few takeaways from Thursday. Uh, we'll start with Philadelphia Phillies uh, ace now, Zach Wheeler. Uh, went eight innings in a 4-3 win against Atlanta. He four hits, no walks, no runs. Struck out 12. Uh, Wheeler has just continued uh, this fantastic season. He has a 2.29 ERA, 0.90 whip, 11.2 strikeouts per nine in 13 starts. Now, the remarkable thing, uh, I mean, just on top of those numbers uh, at all, is that Wheeler was really effective for the Phillies last year. had an ERA of 2.92, but he had 6.7 strikeouts per nine. So he is up more than five strikeouts per nine innings. Uh, And now there's something to be said for small samples that last year's strikeout rate was lower than usual. Uh, for Wheeler, but that swing uh, from 2020 to 2021 is enormous. Uh, Kansas City uh, starter Mike Miner uh, delivered seven strong innings and in a 6-1 win at Oakland. Three hits, one walk, one earned run, struck out eight. Uh, drops his ERA to 4.50. Still, That's still a little high for fantasy purposes, but a 1.15 whip and a 9.9 strikeouts per nine. Uh, that does make Miner uh, at least worth considering, uh, whether it's in deeper leagues or as a streaming option. There, the, There are some uh, some plays here to take Mike Miner. Uh, Miami uh, center fielder Starling Marte was four for five with a home run, two runs scored, and 11-4 win against Colorado. Now Marte only has five home runs so far this season, but he's hitting 360 with a 10.54 OPS. Uh, I think that's going by a little bit unnoticed. Uh, Nelson Cruz and Josh Donaldson both homered for the Twins uh, off Araldis Chapman in the ninth inning, giving Minnesota a 7-5 win uh, over the Yankees. It's the third time in Chapman's career that he's surrendered multiple home runs in a game, first time since 2016. Uh, and Chapman, we talked about uh, closers yesterday, uh, and his uh, his ERA jumps up to 1.96. He had just been outrageously dominant uh, going into that game. Uh, and so uh, I, I guess you could say that he was due uh, to get uh, touched up a bit. Uh, but uh, that, that's, a, that's a tough loss for the Yankees. Uh, Seattle right fielder Mitch Hanniger uh, was 2-4 for four with a couple of home runs in the 8-3 loss at Detroit. Uh, is up to 16 home runs on the season. Uh, otherwise, he's hitting 258 with an 831 OPS, and, and so it, it does kind of seem that the home runs are driving a lot of his value, uh, but you know, given where you would have selected Mitch Hanniger in, in uh, fantasy drafts, uh, you're pulling in some pretty big uh, excess value there too. Uh, Brent Suter uh, of the Milwaukee Brewers won his seventh game uh, in relief. Uh, And uh, right now there are six uh, relief pitchers who have at least five wins. And it's uh, topped with Brent Suter and and Oakland's Yusmero Petit, uh, who both have seven. Uh, The Yankees' Jonathan Loisega has five. Texas's John King has five wins. Tampa Bay's Andrew Kittredge uh, and Philadelphia's Jose Alvarado. They all have five wins. Uh, And so... Brent Suter with seven and Petit, Yusmero Petit with seven. Uh, they sort of uh, stand out at the top of the heap for uh, relief pitchers in that regard. Uh, Chicago White Sox catcher, Yasmani Grandal, uh, was one for three with a home run, two RBIs, and a 5-2 win against Toronto. Uh, 
he's up to 10 home runs on the season, and, and this the power comes as no real surprise. Grandall has been uh, a pretty decent power source as a catcher. He's only hitting 160 this season, uh, and remarkably continues to get on base. Uh, he has an on-base percentage at 400, uh, despite just a 160 batting average. And so overall, he has an 829 OPS, which is you know more than respectable. But uh, he has many grand dollars basically challenging uh, all, the, all the old uh, theories of baseball. Uh, that, you know, if you, if you saw a guy come up and a catcher who was hitting 160, you'd be, oh, th- there's no way that this guy contributes enough uh, to make it worth your while. Uh, and then you find out that, well, he, he walks a ton, uh, so he's getting on base and, and he has power. Uh, so overall, yes, Yasmani Grandal is uh, an asset. The, the challenge here for fantasy purposes is that if you're in a league with batting average, that, that batting average really hurts. Um, and so uh, that, that becomes the real trade-off. Is in a standard fantasy league with batting average, uh, you probably you, you try and avoid Grandal because of that batting average. If you're in a league with on-base percentage, well, then you know, fill your boots, get, as, get in on Grandal and, and enjoy uh, one of the elite on-base uh assets, I, I suppose, at, at the position. When we come back, we will look at the streaming options and two-start pitchers for next week. I've been talking a lot about sports trade lately. If you haven't heard about it, it's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. It's no wonder this company is blowing up. The site is really amazing. And I can't believe nobody else have th- has thought of this concept before. Sports trade truly takes fantasy to the next level. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players, just like real stocks. It's a fair and super exciting way to cash in on all your knowledge of sports. And they just added baseball to the platform, so check it out today. Making money with sports trade is simple. Player values rise and fall based on two factors. One, their performance in each game compared to their projected fantasy points in that game. The more points scored, the higher the player's value goes. Two, supply and demand. The more shares that are purchased in a player, the higher their value goes. You can instantly buy and sell as many shares in as many players as you like, just like the stock market. Then, watch your players battle and your portfolio value rise. Simply go to sportstrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and then sign up to get started. Sign up today at sportstrade.com and discover the fun and exciting and profitable new world of sports trading. This is truly the evolution of fantasy sports. I think you'll be really amazed. Don't sit on the sidelines any longer. Get in on the action at sportstrade.com. Today's episode is brought to you in part by Fully Loaded Chew. Fully Loaded Chew is tobacco-free, long-cut, and pouches that give you the same pack, dip, spit, and buzz you're used to without tobacco. Available in nine flavors, Fully Loaded Chew is made with all food-grade ingredients and tobacco-free nicotine, the purest form of nicotine available. It's the only moist nicotine pouch on the market. All other nicotine pouches are dry, white pouches. Nothing dips, spits, and packs like Fully Loaded. Fully Loaded Chew is offering Locked On Team listeners a special offer. Right now, you can try a can for just $1. That's right, just $1. Go to www.fullyloadedchew.com and use promo code LOCKEDON. Just $1 and free shipping if you use the code LOCKEDON at checkout. The next time you go for a dip, Make it fully loaded chew. All right, so let's look at some streaming options uh, for next week. And we'll start with the Atlanta Braves, uh, where they're at home against Boston and St. Louis. So decent competition. And yet, uh, in Atlanta, there is still some value to be found. And maybe uh, with catcher William Contreras, uh, who is 
been filling in. He's played 29 games since getting called up and has been reasonably productive. He has six home runs, hitting 261 with an 837 OPS. Uh, if you need a catcher, uh, and Contreras is still available in quite a few spots, uh, he's worth adding. Uh, Cleveland uh, is at home against Baltimore and at Pittsburgh. So they've got favorable matchups. Uh, consider shortstop and outfielder Ahmed Rosario. Uh, in this past 20 games, Rosario is hitting 329 with an 881 OPS. He has three stolen bases. Uh, and no, he's not going to be a star, but uh, given you know his production last year and the fact that he didn't steal any bases uh, and his production early this season, it does appear that Rosario is turning a corner. Uh, also for Cleveland, uh, center fielder Bradley Zimmer uh, has been called up, and he's only hitting 214 with a 548 OPS, but he does have three stolen bases in 11 games. And so uh, if you're kind of flummoxed and looking for an answer uh, in that particular category, uh, Bradley Zimmer uh, could be worth your consideration. Uh, Colorado at home for both series next week against San Diego and Milwaukee. Uh, check out second baseman uh, Brendan Rodgers. Now Rodgers is forever injured, uh, so who knows if he's even going to make it to Monday <laughs> without getting hurt. But uh, in 17 games with the Rockies, he's got a couple of home runs, 10 RBIs, hitting 280 uh, with a 782 OPS. Not a world beater, but uh, certainly somebody you could plop into a middle infield spot and feel pretty good about his... Uh, his chances next week. Uh, for Milwaukee, shortstop Willie Adamas uh, at home against Cincinnati and then at Colorado. So uh, decent uh, matchups for him there. Uh, and Adamas, in 18 games since getting uh, acquired from Tampa Bay in a trade, uh, he has three home runs, 12 RBIs, eight runs scored, hitting 308 with an 891 OPS. Uh, it, it's all he could have asked for. Uh, to you know, he, he struggled early this season with the Tampa Bay Rays, uh, but now is hitting as well as as well as he ever has uh, since joining Milwaukee. Uh, also for Milwaukee, check out catcher Omar Narvaez, hitting 311 with an 899 OPS. The counting stats aren't great, uh, but a catcher who will give you a batting average over 300 uh, can't be ignored either. Uh, for San Diego, they're at Colorado, at home against Cincinnati. Uh, consider Jurek's and Profar. Uh, among the Padres who are you know, readily available. He's only hitting 222 with a 608 OPS, so you're not getting a huge bat. He does have nine stolen bases, though. Uh, and then uh, for Washington, uh, outfielder Victor Robles. Uh, the Nationals are at home against Pittsburgh uh, and then at home against the Mets. Robles is only hitting 227 with a 651 OPS, but he's also got seven stolen bases. Uh, and so uh, the, it appears that if you're looking to, to do some streaming next week, there are more than a couple of options uh, for players who will at least be able to give you... Uh, improved stolen base numbers. Uh, now let's grab a handful of two-start pitchers uh, for next week. Uh, and obviously they're, they're always kind of varying degrees of quality uh, from week to week on, on which pitchers might be available. And so I, I'm generally looking at guys who uh, are uh, not, not rostered in more than 50 or 60% uh, of leagues. Uh, but, you know, we're kind of on, on the bubble with some of them. And we'll start off with Colorado's Austin Gomber, uh, who has really turned things uh, around after a mediocre start. And it's not that it, uh, expectations were super high for him uh, coming into the season as the Rockies' fifth starter. Uh, but uh, next week, uh, he's at home against San Diego and home against Milwaukee. Not the easiest matchups. But in his past six starts, Gomber's 4-2, and two, has a 1.57 ERA, 0.84 whip, 9.7 strikeouts per nine. I mean, if, if you're in a position to be, be streaming a pitcher, uh, being able to pick up somebody of Gomber's uh, quality, at least his recent quality, uh, is well worth it. Uh, for the Dodgers, uh, Tony Gonsolin is at home against Philadelphia and then at Arizona. He's only made one start this year. It didn't go very well, but uh, last season he had a 2.31 ERA, 0.84 whip. was fantastic uh, for the Dodgers, and, and it's worth considering Gonsolin uh, 
uh, if you if you need a, a starting pitcher. Uh, how about a little bit more of a long shot? The Angels' Dylan Bundy, uh, who's had a disaster of a season. He has a 6.16 ERA, uh, but he's at Oakland, at home against Detroit next week, uh, and the 6.16 ERA is why he's available. Uh, but his expected fielding independent pitching is 4.19, which is not great, but it's better. Uh, and so I think there's uh, a reasonable uh, expectation that you can uh, you can think that Bundy should be better than he's been uh, so far uh, in terms of you know what that ERA is hanging out awfully high. Uh, Chicago Cubs uh, starter Zach Davies is at the Mets and at home against uh, Miami, uh, and he got a, a bit of a rough uh, start to the season with the Cubs after coming over in that off-season trade with uh, San Diego. But in his past eight starts, Davies is six and two has a 2.16 ERA now. 1.27 whip is not not nearly as strong as the 2.16 ERA. He has five strikeouts per nine, which is <laughs> uh, that's a, a genuine weakness. Uh, but you know, for a guy who uh, started out looking uh, looking like he was uh, uh, a disaster, uh, things have turned around pretty nicely for Zach Davies. Uh, and one more pitcher, uh, Houston's Jake Odorizzi. Uh, is at home against Texas and then at home against the White Sox. Uh, you know, one of those is a really good matchup uh, for a pitcher. One not so good. Uh, and now Odorizzi in six starts this year, he's got a 6.75 ERA, which is uh, that's kind of disastrous. But a 1.31 WHIP, 9.7 strikeouts per nine. Neither of those are are, are bad numbers at all. Uh, and so uh, if if Odorizzi uh, with, certainly with that Texas matchup, uh, that that's an opportunity for him to uh, bring that ERA down some. Uh, and so. The, those a handful of pitchers there. Uh, I mean, I really like Gomber uh, and and Gonsolin. I think you're you're in for a long play. Uh, I don't know whether next week will be ideal uh, for him, but I think if he ends up getting uh, regular turns in that Dodgers rotation, there's obviously value there. Uh, and then Davies uh, has really turned things around for the Cubs, so I, I would consider him as well. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll dig deep on the waiver wire, a few injury updates, uh, and then some matchups and DFS value plays for Friday. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, and they have nine delicious flavors. Plus, they occasionally get limited time flavors too, but uh, the ones that are standard that you can count on, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, and salted caramel. So there's a great variety there. Uh, my favorites are the peanut butter brownie and salted caramel, uh, but... Yeah, if you haven't tried all the flavors, you can get a mixed box from Built Bar where you get two of each of those nine flavors, sample them, decide which ones are, are right for you, uh, and then you know order more because uh, they taste great. They're covered in 100% chocolate, so they really taste like a, uh, a snack. Uh, at the same time, they're healthy uh, because they're loaded with protein, uh, and yet they're low-calorie, low-sugar, low-carbs. So they were good for me uh, when I started going to an outdoor boot camp. Uh, and so I kind of leaned into it, made Built Bar part of the post-workout routine to uh, give my muscles a, a little post-workout uh, protein boost. Uh, and I think I've had some success with it. So go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15. You'll get 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. All right, every episode I offer up one player that is rostered in 10% or fewer of uh, Yahoo leagues, and maybe you need to race out to the waiver wire to get them, or maybe it's just uh, somebody that you can have on your radar and be ready to pounce when the time is right. Uh, and so today we're going to go with Milwaukee uh, Brewers reliever Brent Suter. Now he has a 4.05 ERA, which isn't great, and a 1.32 WHIP, which is all right. Uh, 9.2 strikeouts per nine, but he also has those seven wins. Uh, and you know there are three pitchers in all of baseball with more wins than that. And that's Julio Urias of the Dodgers, uh, Jack Flaherty of the Cardinals, and Aaron Savali. Uh, of the Indians. Uh, and so if 
if you are you know, looking to fill in the back end of your uh, pitching staff and you can't find a quality starter on the waiver wire and maybe there's not a closer uh, out there, it might be worth considering uh, a middle reliever like Brent Suter uh, because he's at least getting the opportunities uh, to pitch in games you know, where, where he ends up with decisions. Uh, and so at, at the very least, you know, we're not looking at uh, a real long-term value of Brent Suter. Uh, it's more a matter of uh, uh, as a short-term fill-in uh, he might be able to you know, sneak you a few wins. Uh, and he's rostered in just 5% of Yahoo Leagues. Uh, now, the injury updates, we only got a couple of them uh, today. Uh, Chicago White Sox second baseman, Nick Madrigal. Uh, talked about him with a hamstring injury. Well, now we're talking about him on the 60-day injured list with a hamstring injury. Uh, that's, uh, that hurts. Uh, and so Danny Mendick and, and Lurie Garcia uh, look like they're the ones who are going to be uh, filling in for, for the time being at second base. Uh, but uh, maybe that's a position that the, uh, the White Sox are going to want to address uh, leading up to the trade deadline. Uh, C- Cincinnati reliever TJ Antone. Uh, talked about him uh, when we did the closer roll call yesterday that, that he'd been pitching really well and might be in consideration uh, for some saves or more saves in Cincinnati. Well, he's on the 10-day injured list uh, with a strained forearm. Uh, obviously, you keep your fingers crossed with that and hope that it just uh, remains a forearm issue. Uh, now, let's uh, take a look at uh, some favorable matchups for Friday on betonline.ag. And I only have one uh, that that I you know find particularly appealing. There are some really lopsided games uh, that you know you could take the the heavy heavy favorites, but uh, games with value. Uh, I like Oakland uh, with Cole Irvin on the mound minus one twenty eight uh, going up against uh, Kansas City and Brady Singer. Not that Brady Singer is you know terrible by any means, but I think Oakland at home uh, at that price is pretty reasonable. Uh, and and Irvin, uh, well he's he's not overpowering by any stretch. Uh, he has been uh, reasonably effective for for Oakland. That uh, that at home, uh, I think that's worth your worth your while. Uh, so thanks to BetOnline.ag for those odds. Let's uh, grab a few DFS value plays uh, for Friday, and we'll start with Cincinnati pitcher Tyler Molly, who's only seventy nine hundred dollars at home against Colorado. Uh, Colorado on the road is just they've got nothing, uh, and so. Uh, and, and Molly has pitched really well. He's had basically one bad start this season uh, and racks up strikeouts. And, yeah, there, there should be some pretty good value there uh, compared to uh, guys who are costing you ten or 11000 uh, on DraftKings. So Molly at 7900 is is some nice value. Uh, Tampa Bay catcher Mike Zanino. Now he's only hitting like two twelve or something. Um, that, that might even be high. Uh, but he does have a dozen home runs. Uh, and uh, he's a right-handed power hitter going against uh, left-handed Orioles starter Keegan Aiken. You know, maybe there's an opportunity there for Zanino to, to take one out. Uh, we'll stay in, in that game with uh, Tampa Bay uh, third baseman and first baseman Yandy Diaz, who's $3,400 uh, going against Aiken, and, and Diaz you know, much more effective against left-handed pitchers. Uh, so at that price, uh, give him a shot. Uh, also, Baltimore's first baseman and outfielder Ryan Mountcastle's only $3,300 going against Tampa Bay's Ryan Yarbrough. Uh, and and while Yarbrough is you know a, a useful uh, pitcher, he's had he's had some struggles at times this year, and so getting Mountcastle at that price is uh, worth a look. Uh, Texas shortstop Isaiah kiner is thirty seven hundred dollars uh, at the Dodgers with Clayton Kershaw on the mound, and uh, basically you know Kershaw's overall numbers aren't bad, but he's also given up uh, five earned runs in three of his past five starts, so. Uh, Kiner Falefa is going to be hitting up at the top of that Texas lineup, and uh, if they're going to do some damage, uh, he should be part of it. Uh, Miami Marlins outfielder Starling Marte is $4,600 uh, against uh, Charlie Morton and the Atlanta Braves. Uh, there is one regular outfielder uh, on the Friday uh, 
schedule who's averaging more DFS points per game than Marte. Uh, and it's Ronald Acuna Jr. Uh, and he does not come at $4,600. This is, uh, the pricing is much more favorable there for, uh, for Marte. So uh, something to keep in mind, as I talked about before, uh, he's hitting 360. Uh, and it seems he's hitting, he's quietly hitting 360. Uh, and then one more, uh, Houston outfielder Kyle Tucker. His price is, it continues to be good value. $3,700 at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's got Bailey Ober uh, on the mound, a guy with a 5.63 RA in his two major league starts. Uh, I think Tucker, uh, who, who his average has been steadily climbing over the past you know month or six weeks, uh, and at $3,700, that's, that's really nice value for what he could do. Uh, that will do it for this week. Enjoy the games. I will be back next week. Uh, also, check out the Locked On Fantasy Hockey podcast. We have reached uh, the Stanley Cup semifinals. Uh, maybe drop in a five-star rating uh, for either of these podcasts on Apple. Uh, also, check it out on Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcasts. Stay locked in with the Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Today in the Locked On Today podcast, does a college football playoff expansion hurt Notre Dame? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Vaughn into the windup in his first offering. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Ball four. Ball eight. Low and Vaughn has walked the bases loaded on 12 straight pitches. Boy, how can these guys lay off pitches that close?